Today on a special crossover event, it's the Rockies. It's fantasy baseball. Who do you need on your team? Who do you need to drop? And Colorado Rockies pitchers, you ever want to take one of them, especially this season? You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's a special Locked On Rockies, Locked On Fantasy Baseball crossover event here today on the Locked On Rockies and Locked On Fantasy Baseball podcast. I am one of your hosts, host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, your Colorado Rockies fan extraordinaire. Been bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk here on the Locked On Podcast Network for three seasons now and been following this team my entire life. Meeting for the first time is the Locked On Fantasy Baseball crew. We just met a few minutes ago. And we're really excited to dive into this one. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves and tell us a little bit more about them so they can uh, make sure they tell us that make sure they know that we're talking to the experts here today on the show. After you, Dom. Okay, well, all right, guys. Dominic Martino, one half of the host for Locked On Fantasy Baseball. I'm a New York Yankees fan. I've been playing fantasy baseball my whole life. And I got a little soft spot for them Colorado Rockies, too. Uh, always, always enjoyed uh, them, the Rockies. Yes, sir. My name is Matt on A, uh, the other half of this duo. And uh, love playing fantasy baseball. Rockies, I have a soft side for a few of those guys. And you'll find out who later. So, All right. Uh, <laughs> super excited. And uh, I think I want to kind of start here. I think, you know, especially lately. I mean, the, there were the few seasons where there were some kind of you know, you you want Nolan Arenado. You're going to go get Trevor Story. You're interested in your DJ LeMayhews. There were kind of some, and prime Charlie Blackman as well, I would say, is in some uh, kind of the first names I think people who played a lot of fantasy baseball were going to with the Rockies. But lately, that, that's been a different story. So I kind of want to, when you guys were looking at your teams this year and so far this season, what are your thoughts about the Rockies and, 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 you can you know break it down on the field, but specifically from the fantasy side, what sticks out to you about the Rockies and Rockies players uh, during this fantasy baseball season? Um, well, personally, I just I was drafting pretty much Chris Bryant everywhere, and hoping that you know essentially that you'd have home runs for days, right? That's essentially what the course field is all about. That's what you expect from any power bat coming off the Rockies themselves. So you know between like Chris Bryant. Um, you know, <laughs> plenty of other players on there. You just, you're going to have a whole bunch of home runs and stat counting stats for days. Dom could do a better job of explaining this than I get at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if, if anybody, you know, watched Matt and I do our Matra stuff all over Chris Bryant, right. I was a big CJ Chrome guy last year. I had him as like my breakout first baseman coming into last year. And boy, did he start off the season super, super hot. And then, you know, towards the second half started to fade a little bit, you know, he hit a lot better at cores, as Matt mentioned, you know, it's a very power friendly park. So there hasn't been as many guys, as you mentioned at the top past years, do you know that you have at least four or five bats that you're looking for with the Rockies. Unfortunately, you know, the names have, you know, left, gone other places. You know, the minor league system is, is that right? There's a couple names that I'm sure we'll get to at some point that have, you know, some, um, something to like about them. But yeah, Paul, I think you hit the nail on the head when you just said, you know, it's unfortunately that the Rockies have kind of fallen off a little bit, hoping for better days sooner than later. 
So what? So both. So high on Chris Bryant. Are you still? Are you committing to Chris Bryant? Is Chris Bryant maybe someone on your on your trading block right now? Oh yeah. You can't sit there and necessarily say that he's been awful, but the singles aren't what we're expecting. We need. I mean, us as Rockies fans are frustrated because. I mean, it's great, but his he was supposed to be hitting the ball, you know, out of the yard, and still, I believe uh, only one, maybe two home runs at Coors Field uh, alone this season. So uh, it seems like a quick, quick, oh yeah, early answers there. To so Chris Bryant, one of those Rockies on the trading block, and I imagine CJ Crone's there as well. Yeah, I mean Chris Bryant specifically. I just feel like you know what he's still kind of adjusting to what the new team barely played last year, and now kind of getting his mojo going this year i feel like it's just um just about the break it's gonna happen soon and if you guys tune into us you go back to our yesterday's show well two days now we'll um go to our our trade trade for and trade away players he was a trade for for us we feel that that break that you know breakout bounce back wherever you want to go it is imminent and you should trade for him everywhere you got and hold on to him wherever you wherever you have him yeah, I'm on, I'm on the same boat. Uh, been I've been a Chris Bryant fan since the day he was called up uh, back in all the way back in 2015 with the Cubs, and my my brother Matt did a very good job explaining it. You know, in, in um the first couple of months, you know that little bit of um, you know uh, March then April, you know he was hitting like 297 over that time, and you know like we said the power's kind of been lacking, but even if the power isn't you know like 30 plus where we expected it to be, I still think Bryant's going to be around. 25 28 bombs the counting stats really depends on the team around him how they perform when cj crone comes back chris Bryant has always been a runs guy so the run should be there the batting average he's a career 280 hitter it doesn't just go away you know when you guy has a track record like chris bryant things don't just go away and also i think cj crone you know when he gets back from the injury i think he's another guy you should really look into buying because you know even if you just play him at course field the track record from last year shows he can hit he's got a lot more power than chris bryant the guy cj crone is definitely somebody that you know rocky fans and fantasy baseball fans should still be excited about as well yeah and because he not only, i mean cj crone can still hit the ball very far i mean he strikes yes. out that's really the biggest issue but if if he connects with a pitch i mean especially there uh at the at at, uh, at 50 or 20th and blake and uh 5280 above sea level it is uh certainly an, an impact <laughs> there but yeah chris bryant currently 263 average uh ahead of a couple of games by this this might change here with a couple of games probably uh uh, before this airs uh, but uh, it, you know again you, you don't hate it it's just those power numbers but I'm curious yeah. are there any other Rockies on your on your list I think a guy that that is still a, a sneaky option still uh, a Charlie Blackman uh, perhaps of any interest to 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 you both he's still getting a lot of playing time uh, and uh, swinging a pretty decent bat and again the power another example of someone whose power numbers way down this year but someone the rockies are continuing to play someone that sees the lineup uh, uh quite a bit and uh, has definitely stepped up in some some key moments for the rockies this year yeah i mean in deeper leagues he's definitely worth a play on an everyday basis but i'm not afraid to roll him out when he's hot like right now like this last week he had six runs two bombs five ribs batting 389 like that's great production scooping him up off the waiver wires he's somebody i'll probably add drop throughout the season when he's hot he's hot and when he's not you know he's out so that's that's pretty much how i feel about charlie blackman 
Yeah, I like Charlie Blackman as well. You know, he's still, you know, a solid guy for when it comes to batting average. The runs in the RBIs are surprisingly pretty good on the year for him. He's probably doesn't have as much power as he did, you know, back in like the, you know, 2017, 2018 uh, days when he was hitting like, you know, 30 bombs. But you know what? I'm going to give you a name that might surprise some people. Uh, I love Randall Grichuk. I I talked about him like a lot when, um, you know, we were going into fantasy baseball season. I think he's a very underrated player. He's actually doing very, very well this year. I mean, you know, uh, like a Chris Bryant, the power's not really there yet. But, hey, the guy has hit, you know, uh, around 19 home runs at least over the past since 2016, if we're not counting that short 2020 season. He's batting 367. The plate discipline's pretty good with nine walks to 18 strikeouts. I think Randall uh, Grichik is somebody you should definitely look into if you're playing fantasy baseball, especially if you're in a deeper league. He's someone that's hit it. He was injured to start the year. Uh, sports hernia to come, to start the year. So in, in, he he kind of needed the when he first came back a little bit of that. It was like kind of spring training a little bit of getting warmed up. But he is a, a, exactly in that spot of of someone who I think can make an impact uh, not only on fantasy rosters, but I think is going to be someone the Rockies might be considering yeah. uh, a little bit of trade and some teams I think are going to be interested in, especially the way he keeps hitting the hitting the ball. Because he, he not only – the power's not there, but he's hitting the ball really hard for some great doubles. Yeah. I think he's got a crazy amount he's – he's got a great pace of doubles to start off since uh, coming back here uh, from – the IL. I want to shift the focus to, I'd say, probably the, the trickiest part, and I'm curious if there's any uh, any really options that you guys are going for. I think maybe some bullpen arms pitchers that might make your fantasy baseball team from the Rockies. We're going to dive into that coming up here in segment number two, but I want to tell you about today's title sponsor of the show, and that's our friends at Game Time. If you're looking for last-second tickets, if you are looking to make sure that you don't miss out on the next big event, maybe, hey, you are a Nuggets fan and you want to get those last-second NBA Finals tickets, Game Time is going to take care of you and help you get those last-second tickets. Not only that, they got flash deals, and you can even see pictures of your seats so you know where you're going to buy. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked on MLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked on MLB for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Folks, this is the Locked On Podcast Network. This is Locked On Fantasy Baseball and Locked On Rockies crossing over, doing a little bit of Rockies talk on fantasy baseball. Something I because now you know that because fantasy managers are going to be a little bit more uh, active in trades than I think the actual GM and ownership of the Colorado Rockies will be. And I want to shift the focus to somewhere the Rockies desperately need to address as an organization. And uh, I'm sure you all, uh, as fantasy managers, need to address as well pitching. The Rockies starting pitchers, uh, as we know, most of them injured. I'm curious, do you take a flyer on a Kyle Freeland? Are you interested really in any Rocky starter at this moment? Or is it a void at all costs, basically? So for me, he with, with any Rockies pitcher, I never want to pitch them at home, unfortunately. And I might get a little, you know, hate for that, but I completely understand. But here's the thing, like, I have no problem rolling out Kyle Kyle. Kyle Freeland. <laughs> um, my guy is a great mat like matchup base, right? So a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about on our pitch and ditch se- segment where I was not afraid to roll him out at San Francisco. Had a great game. It was it was pretty good. I was like, okay, no doubt. But 
if he's going to be at home playing him, I'm good. I won't touch him. I pretty much much won't touch any Rockies pitcher pitching at home this year. It's just there's no matchup proof pitcher. You guys honestly haven't had one for a while that I would feel really confident rolling out at home every single week for every sing for every all year essentially. Yeah, I think the last Rockies pitcher that I was happy to roll out was like Ubaldo Jimenez when he had that monster <laughs> year uh, back in the day. And But besides that, since then, it's been really tough. As Matt mentioned, Kyle Freeland, you can play the matchups with definitely for sure. We've talked about him on our show quite a few times this year. Uh, definitely somebody, you know, in a, in a, you know, in a pinch, you could definitely throw Kyle Freeland out there. Anybody else, like, uh, I don't know who they, they got. They got Denelson Lamette now. You really want to throw him out there, you know, uh, Austin Gomber. I mean, just names that, you know, you kind of even before they, you know, had a pitch in course field guys that just weren't necessarily great. When it comes to the, you know, the bullpen, you got Pierce Johnson closing, who's not doing so hot himself. Um, I don't know, maybe if Daniel Bard gets back into that, you know, uh, closer position, he's somebody that, you know, has done it before, has a little experience, has been solid at doing that. Maybe throw a flyer on him at some point. But besides that, once again, unless you could bring Ubaldo Jimenez back uh, to, you know, come be a, a beast again, there's not really too many guys in the Rockies pitching uh, that I would be interested for fantasy baseball purposes. Yeah, I was high on, uh, and I've been, Herman Marquez, I think, has is what yes. the Rockies pitcher who can be dominant, but unfortunately, Tommy John this year, and it's uh, and uh, the issue's there. But when he was an all-star two years ago, I would say that's probably the last time a Rockies starter has been, hey, you can book, because that there was a stretch where I, I think he was, that it wasn't the you know, second half. Yeah, he was, he was yeah. very good, and he was good on the road. He was good at home. Uh, someone that was going up against uh, some some really great talent, but unfortunately, again, uh, the starting pitching depth ha- has been an issue. But I, I think you know, for for someone to keep an eye out there for some fantasy baseball fans and another pitcher that can be kind of matchup dependent, but it's hard out of the bullpen. Justin Lawrence is a really interesting option out of the pen for the Rockies. He's got one of those sweepers. He's got a really unique arm angle and an arm delivery. Uh, has some issues against righties though. He's he's another pitcher that's uh, been pretty matchup uh, dependent. Brent Suter's been an interesting option for the Rockies. The Rockies were able to just claim him off the waivers. The Brewers just moved on from him, and he's uh, served uh, you know very very uh, well for the Rockies. And their bullpen's been much improved. But again, it's not a lot of flashy names because I think if you're running a fantasy team, I think I would I got to imagine, and maybe you you both could elaborate on it. The, the Rocky Rockies players probably find themselves on the waivers pretty frequently. Yeah. Uh, I would 100% agree with that. Uh, there is not too many that are drafted, especially in the pitching category. And like I said, it's really just Crone and, and Chris Bryan at this point. And maybe down the line, Tovar, if he can ever take a step forward. But that's really just about it for me. Let's dive into that. You met, you gave us you yeah. dip the toe in. Let's dive in <laughs> with some of these the young guys. I mean, we're we're seeing Tovar's offense get a little bit better. For those that aren't uh, familiar, Ezekiel Tovar is uh, one of the youngest players in baseball. The Rockies are turning to another young shortstop. This guy can play defense. The defense has uh, has shown up uh, a big time. But I know that's not as helpful when it comes to something like fantasy baseball. But uh, once he can stop swinging at every slider pitch to him. That will be a great development, but he's a young, again, young guy, but I think the ceiling's high there. I sent you a couple of the names are maybe in keeper leagues or deeper leagues are people keeping some of these Rockies prospects on their radar because again, course field effects and high power numbers, especially at Albuquerque for some of these prospects as well. Yeah. Tovar, I mean, has a lot of upside just based off of what a steals potential could be. 
2021, he had 24 stolen bases. In 2022, he had 17. Like, right there, that makes him valuable. Plus, he had good batting average when he was in the minors. So I think him swinging at everything under the sun is probably him trying to get more comfortable with it than it is anything else, uh, you know, with the, you know, big league jitters, I would say. But, I mean, he also had about, what, 15 and 14 runs between 2021 and 2022. I'm all about that, too. In cores, that number should go up at least to the 20s. So I'd say in mid-20s, but maybe the 20 mark, low 2022. And... That's that's phenomenal with a guy doing 20, 20 stolen bases to go with it with batting average. So Tovar is somebody like in dynasty leagues I was actually targeting in my rookie dress because, hey, you need stolen bases. He could be one of those future guys that take you to the next level in that category. Yeah, I, I love Tovar as well. You know, you said he's 21 years old. Guy is super, super young. And something Matt and I like to talk about, when you're that young, you're still, you know, developing as a, as a man. And, you know, he's six foot 162. If he could put on a little bit of muscle there, you know, as Matt said, I could see him, you know, uh, crossing the 20 home run plateau. Something that we talk about on our show all the time is, you know, you see a lot of rookie struggle. We were spoiled a few years ago. We had Acuna, we had Soto, Tatis, guys that just clicked instantly. And if you're newer to fantasy baseball and baseball in general, that's not the norm. You know, it only takes the guys a couple of years uh, to, you know, grow into their man body, you know, get used to big league pitching. And I think Tovar is somebody that, you know, can do it. He had great numbers in the minor league. But I actually want to talk about somebody that might be a little bit lesser known, and that's Jordan Beck. I don't know if anybody's really familiar with him yet, but somebody that's down in the minors right now, another young buck, 22 years old. He's got 13 home runs in 42 games, uh, 35 runs, uh, 41 RBIs, batting, you know, 273. I think he's got a lot of upside, you know, Maybe the Rockies give him the call this year, see what he can do. And, you know, I talked about, you know, uh, Tovar, but Beck's already got a man body, 6'3", 225. I think he can come up and, you know, cause some damage. You know, if the Rockies want to see what's going on with him, give him the chance. Uh, Who knows? That's somebody that, you know, everyone should be keeping their eye on. Once again, Jordan Beck. I like that. I like that a lot because the Rockies are are really finding themselves in a position where they should, they should if they got guys that they think that they can yeah. come up and, and give it a shot for – Go for it. And it, it, that's what's frustrating because it's as much as you want to root for some of these guys. And as some people might be surprised here in May, Rockies were second best team uh, in, in the NL, or I think they're going to fall below the D-backs after this series here and be the third best team in the NL behind the D-backs and the Dodgers. That's a better, much better stretch. But the hole that they need to climb out of to get back to relevancy this season is a tough one. And so I'm curious if the Rockies do make some moves, uh, if they move Gritchick, if they move some of these players, are you a little bit maybe more inclined to to pick them up for for different environments, or does leaving cores hurt their value a little bit for you as you uh, as we get close to the trade deadline? Well, I would have to go and look at their home uh, like home and away splits from where they're doing in their you know home runs, for instance. Like you know you could always see like a drop off at least for a little bit for home runs to you know return to mean. So like. If they're a home run guy in, in cores, there's a good chance that they may not be when they leave. You know, you it didn't really instantly translate with Nolan Arenado out of, outside of his first year. You know, you were like, what happened to the power? But then his second year, he kind of exploded. And again, this year, he's just been a monster. But, and even LeMahieu, when he came to the Yankees, like, you know, he kind of just, like, nothing ever happened. He kind of was just hitting bombs. But, you know, you see other players um, that aren't coming to my mind right now that just don't instantly translate and it takes a little bit for just the power numbers to jo- uh, to go away because my rule is with players going to new teams it takes a little bit to get going because you got to bring your whole family there you got a whole life adjustment they're still human beings but 
fantasy wise, I kind of tend to stay away from anybody leaving a new team unless they're like, I won't, unless they're like, uh, I don't know, Bryce Harper going to a new team. You know, that would be like one of my few exceptions was to be a big, big player. Yeah, um, I'll hop in and say there's not too many guys that I would truly get excited about because what what are the Rockies really going to trade? Orion McMahon, uh, you know, even a, a Profar who they were high on. I don't really see too many guys on that roster that would benefit in fantasy baseball from leaving, you know, the course field environment, unless they go to a great team, unless someone goes to Houston or the Dodgers where they could sit in a, you know, a good lineup and, you know, rack up some counting stats. But, you know, as Matt said, you know, course is one of the best parks to hit home runs. in, so leaving there would take away, you know, um, a decent amount of value from any Rockies player, except unless maybe it was a pitcher, you know, unless Kyle Freeland, you know, goes to somewhere that's a better, you know, pitching park, and, you know, gets a, a chance with a, a good pitching um, staff and a good pitching uh, coach uh, setting where, you know, they could say, hey, maybe just correct this, adjust this, especially since you're at a course field now and you're, you're pitching in a better environment. That's somebody specifically, Kyle Freeland, maybe, that uh, if he goes to a new, better team, I could see uh, benefiting, but not too many hitters over there. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's it's an unfortunate one because I think people are surprised when they hear Rockies. You you think all this offense, but then when you look overall, the Rockies haven't necessarily blown people away on offense. But the home runs are coming back for some of these players. We'll see. You mentioned Ryan McMahon there uh, uh, before uh, before we move on. I do want to just touch base on him. Uh, he had very hot uh, last couple of weeks. Probably been been great with the Rockies, doubling his home runs, leaving the yard. He's he's a Gold Glove caliber third baseman. Uh, is Ryan McMahon going to enter? I know you mentioned not too excited, but maybe someone to to keep on the radar. Maybe some. Someone uh, you could uh, scoop up in a in a uh, in a trade, maybe a, a decent add-on to a for a trade. I mean, right now McMahon is actually going off. Like this last week, he had seven runs, four bombs, twelve ribs, and batting five hundred. Like right now, he's somebody I'm willing to stream. And to be honest, he's about seventy percent owned in all of Yahoo League. So you probably would have to trade. So like, if if I was trying to make a a deal, for instance, and I was trying to get a job done. I'd be okay with trading him away because he's hot right now. So he'd actually be a sell high, but like more of like a, a key little finish, a little way to add the end of the trade to kind of get the deal done. I wouldn't be trading for him, but I would be, wouldn't be opposed to trading him away to get that deal done. Like I said, yeah, Ryan McMahon's always been such a tease, man. Mm-hmm. He had so, so, so <laughs> we much can relate upside. to that. I can relate to that. So much upside, man. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I always loved him, especially, you know, after that, like his, uh, his first like real season in 2019, he had the 24 bombs, 83 RBIs hit 250. You thought, Hey, you know, this kid's 24. He's got all the upside in the world. And then 2020, you know, I give everybody a break for 2020. Tough year for all of us, just as, you know, as human beings, uh, no less uh, professional athletes who got, you know, a, a tough uh, stick. But right. then 2021, you know, he's so up and down, such a like ride the wave type of player. And, you know, some a term I always like to use is, hey, juice the orange. While he's hot, you know, if you picked him up, he's on your fantasy team. Sure, ride the wave. But he's, once again, not somebody I'm really going to go out of my way and trade for because I I feel like I know who Ryan McMahon is at this point. There's going to be, you know, two, three weeks where he's absolutely great, awesome, tearing it up. And then, like, the next whole month he's going to be, you know, pretty mediocre. Yeah, I, 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 we're unfortunately fighting the same type of feelings, and I'm hoping that this – we did a pot earlier. Maybe this is the breakout because if it is the breakout, buckle up. 
Ryan McMahon has that high ceiling, but we have yet to see tremendous him. upside. Yeah, he he really does. So d- certainly a name to watch. But uh, we're gonna take things, maybe make it a little bit more generic, and kind of uh, help our help some fans here uh, attack their uh, fantasy teams as they get to this point in the season. As maybe some key points uh, coming up, and uh, also want to just see what some all time favorite Rockies pickups in fantasy baseball of uh, of all time. Some all time Rockies players here coming up here in segment number three. This is a special crossover event between Locked On Fantasy Baseball and the Locked On Rockies podcast. We got a great show here. We've had a great show talking all sorts of Rockies baseball here. Uh, We got Dom. We got Matt. We got Paul here. I'm from Locked On Rockies. If you uh, aren't familiar with me, Dom and Matt here from Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Uh, And we, I think it's, I think we've had a good conversation. It kind of sums up where the Rockies are at as a team anyway, where it's like, yeah, like there's some good stuff there. But nothing flashy. So I kind of want to jump in the time machine here. And I'm, I'm curious, what have been your favorite Rockies fantasy plays of all time? Maybe it's a, a stretch where you knew someone was hot. Maybe you, 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 were, you were in on Nolan a little bit early and were able to keep him in your dynasty league. What's your favorite Rockies moments involving your fantasy teams? So, uh, Dom, I'm taking this. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I know where you're going already. So go ahead, my brother. I know so- where you're going. So uh, we were doing like a startup dynasty league, what, like 10 years ago together. And this, yeah. And this is like, right. As you know, we were like, okay, Nolan Arenado might be the guy. And, you know, nobody really knew about him in the room, except for like Dom and one other person. And I was like, Hmm, I should draft him right now. And it was probably around like the sixth round. And I'm like, Oh, that was a steal because that year he just blew up and did his, you know, his typical Arenado self, mm-hmm. 100 runs, 100 yeah. ribs, 35 bombs, batting 300, like, you know, like the glory days of Nolan Arenado. And, you know, he was probably, he's probably my favorite Rocky, you know, for the last decade. I got to say, him and Blackman just have always been my two favorite guys. And then guilty pleasures later would be John Gray after he left the Rockies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, Matt, we we love Nolan Arenado, but I'm gonna chime in. There, I, I got some like older ones for you here. I got a couple. First, you got to start with I think one of the best Rockies of all time, Todd Helton. You can't not you can't talk Rockies and not talk about Todd Helton. Just Todd Helton. You know, uh, I remember a couple of times when I first started playing fantasy. You know, some of those uh, high 30s, you know, low 40 home run season. I think he almost got to 50 one year. Had him on a bunch of my teams and always loved him. Another one, once again, just kind of guys that you got to talk about when you talk around hockey. Troy Tulowitzki, um, you know, before he became like super injury prone, he had some monster years. Uh, I know he had that like 30 home run, 20 steal season, uh, you know, hit 300 a bunch of times. Always been a fan of his. And then my last, uh, you know, one I got to mention is Cargo. You know, Cargo is uh, Carlos Gonzalez, always been, you know, um, a great fantasy player. Uh, once again, guy had like a 30-20 season. I think it was even like a 35-25 season. Hit like 330. Uh, always been a fan of him as well. So there have been Rockies in, in uh, you know, the history that have uh, been great for the Rockies and fantasy baseball. But, you know, as we mentioned at the top, Paul, you know, it's kind of been a fall from grace a little bit with, uh, you know, a lot of those guys. I'm really hoping the Rockies can turn it around. Just been a team that I've always uh, been uh, quite a fan of, to be honest with you. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're, they can be such a fun team. And what's been frustrating about this point is they had a fun team. They could have stuck with that fun team and, and they didn't do so. But yeah. now for now, we just got to hope for, uh, for the best. Matt had to, to run there a little early, but that's all right, Dom. Uh, let's wrap things up here on today's special crossover. Uh, what are just, you know, one, want to know where people can go to make sure they stay up to date with all things uh, you guys and your tip for fantasy baseball players right now. What do fantasy owners and fantasy managers need to be thinking about at this point in the season? Well, I'll start off with the tips. Let, let, let's 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 start there. And my big thing is that I always stress to fantasy owners, especially if you're new, know your league settings. These days in fantasy baseball, there's so many different kind of leagues, and you can't necessarily follow the same draft strategy or you know um, pickup strategy uh, that that you can for one league for the next. You got points leagues, you got regular roto, you got head to head categories. There's a I would say know your league. Just make sure you know the settings. Um, look at the way that the players finished last year. I know, uh, especially we, we play mainly on Yahoo, but I know ESPN, CBS, a lot of other platforms. You can go back to last year, and if it's points league, see who scored the most points. See if it's um, see if it's um, pitchers or hitters. I know some leagues lean both ways. You could see if um, you know, if you're in um, uh, a head to categories league. Okay, who finished at the top? You know, and just kind of gauge, you know, where your league is and stuff like that. Um, otherwise, you know, check us out on Locked On Fantasy Baseball. We give the uh, we give some of the best advice in the industry. We're on YouTube. We're almost close to 2,000 subscribers. So if you haven't subscribed already, come check us out. We're also available on all social media platforms, podcasting apps. Search for Locked On Fantasy Baseball and you'll find us. And um, Paul, what was your other question again? Uh, I skipped my head there. I know you had one more there. You get you gave you gave the tips. That's all, and you and, and oh, where to find you. So Matt's Matt's Dang, back. And Matt came. Go. Matt's here, so I got to get Matt's tip as well before we go. Matt, I was asking Dom there. What do fantasy managers need to be thinking about right now? What's the what? Are, what are the things that are on your mind? What do you got to do right now at this point in the fantasy baseball season? Oh, okay. Um, so honestly, how to manufacture a win each and every week? So like now we're in season. The draft is done. How do we win each and every week? Is it my pitching, that's my week's point. Is it my hitting? What do I need to do? How do I need to add players off the waivers? How do I do that? Is it just, do I need to get the counting stats up and identify your weaknesses of your team and then kind of either fill it into waivers or through trades? And we'll be able to help you out through that if you just come on over to Locked On Fantasy Baseball and I'll be able to give you all the best tips and tricks for the rest of the year. Matt, Dom, thank you so much for you, Locked On Fantasy Baseball listeners, everydayers out there. I'm Paul Holden, host of the Locked On Rockies podcast. If you're curious about how your Rockies are doing out there on your bench or in your, on your fantasy team, I'll keep you covered all season long. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We're also available on the SiriusXM app and on SiriusXM. All you got to do is just search Locked On Fantasy Baseball or Locked On Rockies. You'll be taken to where you need to go. Folks, until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Podcast Network.